This episode is brought to you in part by Wholehearted Love, a new book by Caleb and Stephanie Rouse. Overcome the barriers that hold you back in your relationships with God and with others and delight in feeling safe, seen, and loved with Wholehearted Love. For more information, go to Tyndale.com. Welcome back to the Build a Better Us podcast. The president of Build a Better Us, B.J. Thompson, and licensed therapist, John J.P. Parker, are about to discuss spiritual, relational, and personal development from a refreshing perspective. Be sure to stay tuned to the end to find out how you can become a part of the BBU Nation. But for now, we hope you enjoyed this conversation with BJ and JP. Hello, everybody. I'm John Parker. And this is BJ Thompson. And this is the Build a Better Us podcast. We are in the next part of our series of, you know, titled, I was, I was going to sound like real like churchy and like, we're in our series title. And I was like, I don't want to do that. Um, but we are in a series titled recharge. Um, I was trying to get y'all excited. Hopefully you are excited. So far, so good for us without me rambling. Recharge. Today we're talking about friendship recharge, getting better friends, being a better friend, charging a battery, recharging a battery. BJ, what, what's happening right now? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, super fun, exciting topic. And it's this thing called a friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, your friend and your foe. You ever heard the phrase, JP, uh, keep your friends close and your enemies close? Yes, sir. Model. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> and I need to figure it out. <laughs> right. I'm still trying to figure it out. But yeah, we're just talking about friends and what friends can do and the impact that they have on your life. And, and yeah, so I'm excited to talk about that. I think this, I feel like this is one of those topics that people don't talk about, but they really want to hear about a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so we may end up doing, you know, kind of several iterations mm-hmm. of friendships. Yeah. And what, what they can do for your life um, or, or when they are in the right place. Yes. Um, speaking of that, uh, I'm going to open this up. Oh. Um, okay. And, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You are you welcome. You're welcome, God, <laughs> sir. Uh, welcome, welcome back to the Build a Better Show. Right. Yeah. I want I want to open this up in just kind of an illustration and to think about friends. Uh, one of the the things that I think about friendship wise is I think about a woman named Oprah Winfrey. Okay. Um, Oprah was a radio host, then term talk show host, who you know essentially began to grow her career. And you see that in a lot of ways, Oprah, she she took her talent, man, of being able to encourage and to inspire and to ask very probing questions. I mean, she grew it into this massive empire, right? Um, one thing I don't think we mentioned, we talk about Stedman and, you know, her baby dad. Oh, he, baby daddy, they got a baby? No, they don't have a baby. Oprah I don't didn't think have they kids. have a baby. They don't have so. a baby. Okay. Yeah. Uh, her long-term boyfriend, Stedman. There, we you, talk go. About, there you go. We talk about her boyfriend, Stedman. But the thing that people mention all the time is her close friend, Gail, right? Here's -hmm. what I think I realize about Oprah that many of us can't see. That is not just that Oprah is this uber successful individual who's living her best life, right? She talked about going to the bank for the first Mm -hmm. time in years. And she's like, I just went for fun. And I went because I wanted to deposit a million dollars, okay? So listen, BJ Thompson Mm -hmm. will have those issues very shortly, right? Uh, what what I don't know, we're going to have that. We're going to speak that over 2020, right? Uh-huh, what, uh-huh. what Oprah didn't have, what we didn't see about Oprah 
was that Oprah has friends that support the type of growth of the person she's become over time, right? Mm-hmm. And you see this even with Gail. I don't know if, did you remember, did you watch the um, interview with uh, Gail and R. Kelly? Uh, enough of it, enough of it. Yeah, yeah it was funny. All yeah. the memes, there's tons of memes yes. came out of that, right? Yes. Lots of memes yes. came out of it. But here's what people said. Gail is an excellent communicator. Gail is an excellent, you know, um, speaker. Gail is an excellent, you know, carries herself with all this stuff. And I go, wow, the type of people we surround ourselves with will impact and reflect who we are and where we're going, friends, Mm -hmm. right? And so today, as we talk about friend recharge, what kind of friends are you around? What, who are you with? What is the type of connections that you are making I think that it's important for us to pause and say, man, if you don't know who you're around, you may find yourself in a drain or a season of isolation. Um, And it doesn't just hurt you in terms of your internal feelings. It will hurt you in terms of who you're becoming and who you can be. So yeah, JP, uh, give us a time in your experience, uh, in, in many of your ratchet moments, um, my many, ratchet moments. Uh, <laughs> many of your moments. Sorry, my sorry. Sir, I have no get, ratchet enemy. I don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that thing up on the radio. <laughs> 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 Look, if you want to know what what's inside of somebody, play back that back that thing up, and uh, we'll, we'll see <laughs> we'll see what comes uh, up. Right. Yeah. Okay. Give us a give us a moment, JP. Just uh, friendship drain. So yeah, go ahead. Um, I am currently, if you've been following this series, having to live all these things we're talking about right now, which I think makes this Mm -hmm. particular series so special, is I am just on a level where I am having to dissect the friends that I have now or had before I went to Africa, whatever the case may be, and really understand are these friends. So I mentioned it before. I put up a tweet a while ago for those that maybe haven't heard that episode. I came to some realizations. I had a a person in while I was in Africa that I thought was a friend, quote unquote, that stole a business idea from me and actually pitched the idea and then won some money in a competition. Right? No, I didn't know that. No, when did this happen? Well, this part I haven't talked about because we, you know, just got back. But this happened, you know, six months ago, eight months ago, whatever. Literally, they win a bit. Was it a big pot? Did they win a lot of money? And it wasn't even worth it. It wasn't even worth losing a friend over. But it's good for me to know the type of person you are. But basically, it was like maybe like. 150 US dollars, something like that. Wow. Whatever, right. So basically, you know, I started a run club, did all these different things. This person goes to this competition, pitches my idea that I was already doing. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. Okay. So when are we going to share these winnings? Oh, it wasn't ever about us sharing winnings. And he wouldn't have told me unless he got put out and people knew that. Put him in a paper. No, they had even his face that, in the paper. Not even that. It was just that people, that <laughs> our mutual acquaintances were there and heard what he was doing. And maybe he felt like eventually somebody was going to find out. So he kind of mentioned to me on the slide one day, hey, man, guess what? I went to this competition. I pitched your idea and I won. <laughs> and I guess I was like, hey, <laughs> that's crazy, right? So I was like, oh, okay, cool. You type of people. So after that, I just went on Twitter. You know, that's my little personal journal sometimes. And I said, man, unless I've known you for two to five years and we've been the trenches together, been in the trenches together, then potentially I'll call you a friend. But that's like the, the, my, my standard, my bar right now. I have to have known you for quite some time. And we have to have been through some stuff together in order to be called a friend. Right. So I, I've learned over time that I've thrown that that word out too easily. And so when we're talking about friendship recharge, I'm at a place now where definitely if I do meet somebody new, you're definitely not a friend until we have this time spent together in these, these shared journeys. But I'm reevaluating the people that I've called friend in the past. Right. Like, OK, are you really a friend? Because I need to know how to have a relationship with you. 
because I've tried to maintain relationships with people that I consider to be friends, but on the other end, we're not. Like, I'm not their friend. You know what I'm saying? They're my friend, but I'm not their friend. And so it takes a lot of energy from me to try to be friends with people that aren't my friend, right? And so what I realized is that, man, coming back to the States and really evaluating my time, because my time is precious, um, is a precious resource that you can't get back once it's gone. I have to evaluate, hey, what does it cost me to be in relationship with you? And a lot of this comes from when I'm not with you. Because it's one thing when you're with somebody and you're having a good time, you're throwing out ideas, blah, 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 blah. But when you're away from them and then you actually think about what it is that you all have and if it drains you, if it stresses you out, if it's like, ugh, like, this is like, when I'm thinking about kicking it with you, like, I'm, a, I'm not excited until I actually get there. That's not really, that's not, a, that's a drain, bro. Like, if you're not excited about, when you're thinking about, well, I'm about to kick it with BJ today and I don't have to be all up in arms, but if I'm like, yo, this is about to be a chore, then that's that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a drain, yeah. bro. That's a that's a which is not true. Listen, which is not true at all. Listen, absolutely. Anybody, anybody listening, just be like, I hey, long for the times I can spend I with DJ. You. Thank you, thank you. Now pick up your phone. I need you to start picking up your phone when hey, I call you. Hey, listen, so. I'm still on depressed mode, bro. I don't, <laughs> I don't. I'm still. Let me be depressed, okay? JP, listen, you're not gonna get five years to claim you still on South Africa mode, bro. So it's, it's only been no months, listen, bro. Give me a cheese. Now we'll put you on the timer. We're gonna put you on the timer. Yeah. So okay. That's that's good. That's a, that's a great it's a great little sermonette. I don't think I answered that. your question at all. I think I was just you didn't you did <laughs> but but listen, it's a great little sermonette. Yeah. So I, I think about friend drains in my life. The drain. Yeah, I do think about change. I think about you know there's a time I was a friend with someone. You know, you got to be careful because people listen to this podcast. They get in their feelings and they mess around saying your tweet. You know, go rant if you ain't known you for 10 years, then you know, you can go skate rocks. <laughs> and so I don't, I just want to make sure that I protect some of that identity stuff. But I think about a time when I became friends with someone we were really close. You know, one day, just like what friends do, we fell out. Uh, we had an argument, it really, you know, got heated. And during this argument, this is no lie, was close, and he kind of said something. And bro, he looked at me and he said to me, JP, he said, I made you. Whoa. whoa! And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa what? Whoa, 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 whoa! And here, here's what what he was attempting to say. This is what I think he was attempting to say. Don't, don't be trying to cover up for him. Don't be trying to. I'm not covering okay. up. I'm not covering up. Hey, look, I'm gonna tell you what happened to the friendship after that. Okay, <laughs> I ain't. I haven't said what happened to the friendship after that. Okay. Here's what I think he was saying. Because he was frustrated. Because I was frustrated. And I was bringing up grievances about the relationship. And I seemed to not be grateful for what was happening. He, in a, in a very brass way, mm-hmm. eventually had to say to me, you know, very straight up, hey, listen, you need to be very grateful because my friendship has made you. Mm. And so, you know, when I looked at it, man, I just, you know, I kind of smirked and I said, no, you have not made me. I was someone before you and I'll be somebody after you, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And, and JP, as I, you know, was thinking, man, we just need to reconcile. We need to, we need to stay friends. Something that hit me that day that really, you know, kind of severed the relationship. I realized that I was no longer willing to be friends with a person that, that did not see it as mutually beneficial for them as well. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. That you're not just in this friendship and I'm not just in this friendship, but that we are mutually serving and shaping and molding one another. And so I think that day I lost, you know, someone who was really close to me, who I would call a friend. I love him. But I realized that friendships are not built on 
this codependency or this dependency more so they're built on an interdependency where two people are depending and supporting one another so that you don't have this weird lopsided experience with one another. So how do you see this culture, man? Friendship, like I said, even thinking through friendships, people got, you know, no toxic friends, you know, kind of rule. J- JP, what, what, what do you see? In this, how do we get into this drain of friendship, or, or what are the signs? Maybe you're in a friendship drain. So yeah, yeah. So I will start with my last rant on a sense of signs, right? So the cost, the cost, the cost that comes with being friends with somebody, right? So you yeah. you'll have those type of friends where like I'm always bailing you out, I'm always you know uh, taking an L for you. Did you have a friend growing up that y'all was always getting in trouble because of this person? Like they was always doing something. Or if you had a- David was always doing something. Listen, we had a kid named David Porter. He always get into stuff. But but I don't know if I got in trouble with him, but he was always into stuff and we was friends. Okay. Yeah. No, this is the this is the type of we talking about drain. This type of situation where there was a like um I had friends, a friend who would always like we'd be somewhere and he just start throwing rocks at cars. I'm like, bro, what are you doing right now? Right? You know what I'm saying? Like just always doing something, and this is like, okay. Whenever I'm with you, we are getting in trouble because of the stuff you're doing, right? Uh, or you feel bad for their upbringing because he came from a broken home. I was like, dang, man, I, I'm going to take an L for him every now and again. I'll take a charge for you. You know what I'm saying? Okay, it was me. It wasn't him. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know what I mean? So, like, I've grown up and had people in my life that were friends that cost me so much to be in that relationship. But I, because I was so loyal and trying to be so loyal, I was always in a bad space when I was with him. Right. But we, good, but we have these sensibilities good, where we we owe them something or but I know their background. Oh, man, they got all this trauma. Oh, man, they come from a broken home. Oh, man, he's just bad at this or she's just bad at that. And at the end of the day, I don't have any real uh, requirement to continue to be in that type of toxic, if that's what the word you want to use or negative or, you know, um, bad relationship. But because somehow, somewhere, psychology-wise, psychologically speaking, I feel connected and I must be in this person's life. Like, no, maybe the best thing is to tell them, hey, you need to go get a therapist and I'm going to be over Ooh. here until you get your stuff together. I can maybe be a shoulder to cry on or a think tank or something for you, but I'm not going to be in the transit. I'm, I'm not going to the club with you again to get arrested again. Like, I can't keep doing this with you. You always turn it up whenever we go somewhere. You understand what I'm saying? Yep. So I'm not trying to be yep. callous or cold, but I am saying... We have to recognize when we have people in our lives that are always causing us consequences because of the actions that they're doing. Goodness gracious. JP, you you might set somebody free today. I mean. This episode is brought to you in part by Beyond Ordinary Women Ministries, which prepares Christian women for leadership. At Bow, we believe that every woman is a leader because she influences someone. So whom do you influence? Do you mentor a woman, serve in the workplace, or do you lead a small group, teach the Bible, or even lead an entire ministry? No matter who or how many you influence, our free online resources will help equip you. Our videos, podcast episodes, and articles from experienced women leaders will encourage you and perfect your leadership skills. They offer wisdom for dealing with ministry pitfalls, current biblical issues, health for your own soul, and insights for shepherding others well. In addition, BOW offers Bible studies designed to connect women of multiple generations. They provide a challenge to both women new to the Bible and those wanting to dig deeper. Be our guest and browse all of our free resources and low-cost Bible studies at beyondordinarywomen.org.
I'm, you know, I'm saying, uh, I'm saying, yeah, I'm just trying. You might, set some, you might set somebody free today. Yeah. So you ask. So the question is, what are the signs you're in a friend drain? I think this, you know, one of the signs that I may be in a friend drain, a friendship drain uh, or need for recharge is I kind of move to a season of life and growth that no one else can relate to. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Here's what I mean. Yep. Right. Yep. I don't mean that people don't have special careers, right? I have friends with very special careers and they're very unlike what I do. Even though, you know, they're somewhat like it, they're not like it, right? I don't mean that. Here's what I mean. I mean, there's a level of ownership of your own self, your own growth, your own maturity, your own health Mm -hmm. that maybe you didn't, you never took seriously. Maybe you weren't, you know, thinking you wanted to start investing in yourself or, you know, starting to get healthy, you know, taking care of your weight and doing these different things. And you look up one day and, and you start to take care of yourself and you realize that the people you are around cannot relate, right? They got every joke in the world for why you are this and why you're that. And it is beginning to become something that these people who are closest to you, they are their least, they are also least to that you can depend on. And I think that in a lot of ways, one of the signs of friendship drain, or even just, man, you need to do something different, is the fact that where you've grown, where you, where you came from, where you started to where you are now, you start to feel alone even though you're around people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so to me, that's one of the cultural signs or individual signs of friendship drain is that even though I'm around, I still feel alone. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't feel supported. Mm. Jippy, what are some other signs of friendship drain? Go ahead. When you feel as if you have to be in this relationship, friendship with this person in order to have significance. What you mean? And it may not it's seem easy. it may not seem as like drain, like we're talking about battery draining, because I think that may be the perspective people have. Like, okay, we think about a, a battery losing drain. So in a situation where you feel as if you have to be connected to this person in order to have worth. It's like you said before, right? Your your buddy tells you, without me, you wouldn't be nothing. You wouldn't what, be nothing. what did Jay Z say? Right. You may want to me go make another. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So in, yeah. in those go situations, ahead. you think about how connected we are, and it's almost like people say, uh, "What's the the the, the fancy term?" Um, we don't rust out, we burn out. <laughs> okay. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> If you're going to quote it, quote it right, okay, first of all. And then uh, and number two, um, uh, man, you made me, ah, you got me on that one. You did, you did your job. You did your job. Um, code, Thank you, code, not comorbidity, code, codependency. There you go. So we have this, this, this relationship with people and people think of codependency as just something with lovers or love interests or whatever, but you can have a codependent relationship with a person that's a friend that causes drain or is draining you and you don't realize it. Again, getting back to the point of you feeling as if, man, when that person told you, you wouldn't be nothing without me. What if you were like, man, you're right. And you're like, okay, yeah, my bad. My, I'm, I'm getting too big for my bridges. Or what was I thinking? You know what I'm saying? If, yeah. if, right? I think that's what he was hoping I was going to say. I, I, I think there I, was yes. like this, like a <laughs> desire, like, yeah. yes, boss, you're right. Right. You need Yo, to come to yourself, I, brother. Listen, full full stop. Let me just take this moment to say full stop. If you're listening to this podcast and you're enjoying this episode, full stop. This is our new moment. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Take three seconds. Subscribe to this podcast. Also, if you know someone who this will be helpful for, go ahead and hit that share link and go ahead and, and tweet or text that individual this episode right now.
Um, so go ahead. Carry on. Just want to do our full stop moment. Appreciate go ahead. you. Carry full on. stop. Full go. I will get back to it. So if if you had responded to that person in a way, again, like you said, they probably thought you were going to respond like, yes, man, you're right. What was I doing? What would I, what would I be without you? That's a situation where you feel as if that relationship is something that you have to have, that you have to maintain in order to have value, in order to have worth, in order to, to be significant. And it's such a subconscious thing that we don't even pay attention to that. We don't think through that. Like I've, I've had to reevaluate. I've had so many people that were in my life that I thought that they were so beneficial to me that my life would be mm-hmm. meaningless unless I was in relationship with them. Come on, JP. Continue on, man. This is, this is a great... You, go ahead, bro. It's it's I mean I mean it's 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 like all the you know the movies you watch about like you know teenage coming of of, of age and teenage adolescence where you have like the cool kid and then it's the, the, the classic trope you have the cool kid who has a nerd friend and then they diss the nerd friend so they could become even cooler or they're both nerds but then they diss the nerd friend and then now that person becomes cool and the nerd friend spends all this time for the rest of the movie either being heartbroken or trying to figure out how to be friends with the person again. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. So that they, you know, or they do things that help that person come to the realization like, oh, you were my friend the whole time. Or it takes, you know, the cool kid to not be cool anymore to realize like, oh man, I should have never dissed you. You know what I mean? But usually that person that's getting dissed doesn't have the wherewithal to be like, all right, I'm on about my business. You know, they just, Mm. they just drag around. They're sad. They're depressed. They don't, you know, they're not themselves anymore because relationship with that person meant so much to them that they didn't realize the negative effect that it was having on them. You know what I mean? So that's a drain. Again, it's it's not an obvious thing, like going to jail with somebody all the time because they're doing dirt. But like, if you can't be without that person, without it causing you some kind of depression, some negative disposition, you feeling like you're worthless, then it's a drain, bro. Yeah, I give another drain that I see relationally. It's kind of along the lines of, of what you're saying is, you know, the, this different, this thing that happened in your life, in this relationship, and you're kind of like, oh, I can't live without the person. I think that you don't recognize who you are in the relationship. Or let me say this. Relationship drain is when people don't give you space to change. Here's what I mean. I've been married to my wife, Vanja, for 17 years and counting, okay? And, you know, we got married and we, you know, got to know each other during dating. And 17 years later, Dippy, my wife has been married. This is no lie to 20 versions of me. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> okay? Listen, she's been married to 20 versions all right, of me. All right, all right, all right. And I, I think that, you know, when you have long-term friendships, one of the things that we have to realize, and, and it's a drain, is when you can't change. When you always got to be the person, you know, uh, is being filtered. Your objectivity is being filtered through, oh, you're being cynical. Oh, you're being angry. Oh, you just, you've always been like that, right? Friendship drain is when people will allow you to change. They will allow you to grow. They will allow you to at least wrestle with maybe things that are core to you that could be bad, but they also see the good in them, right? And so one of the ways that you know that you may be experiencing friendship drain is that when you make those mistakes or you make those things, there is no empathy. There is, there's not a belief in good faith. Hey, maybe this is not it. And then what it does is it creates a lot of isolation. So now you don't have the ability to be in something and then grow into something more than what you were at a certain point in time, right? And so I think that's a friendship drain that's very interesting. The last friendship drain that I want to mention is this, JP, is 
Friendship drain is when you allow relationships to um, fall off and change, but you don't build new ones and you don't build strong ones, right? I want to put some weight on the individual, okay? Some of us are introverts and we love our alone time, right? Love to be alone. Don't want to be touched. Listen, my favorite moment is sitting on my bed, sitting on my couch by myself. Yeah, Don't kind of jump place. into my bubble. It's a great place. It is. Yep. It is, right? Yep. And so we just settle into it. We settle into that by myself time, those by myself moments, that by, by myself kind of experience. And what I would say is, you know, we stop fighting for anything beyond that. We stop fighting for, you know, any relationships that have meaning, right? And so I think one of the drains for us is when we do find ourselves not being able to call on anyone uh, when times are critical or even when times are good. So if you're thinking about your birthday or some special holiday in your life, and for the life of you, you can't think of people who can mutually share the excitement for where you're going and where you've been, then listen, you are in a friendship drain. Yeah, yeah. You have not risked enough in this next season of life and who you become and brought people with you. And now even on your anniversaries, your celebrations, your achievements, your accomplishments, or even your troubles, there's nobody but you. Um, that means anything. So any other friendship dreams that you see before we start talking about friendship recharge? Um, I'm This one's going to be like the reverse. Like you are a drain to other people. Who, um, who, who's a drain? Um, you <laughs> go, know, go ahead. You know. Sorry, go ahead. If you know what, Sometimes. what they say, a hit dog a holler. So <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you, if, if you're not familiar with that, please don't go to Urban Dictionary. There's probably other resources you can go to find out what that means. But there is a, a value in understanding a hit dog a holler. Um, so when you are in friendships with people and you don't bring anything to the relationship. Ooh, JP. What <laughs> What do he do? What do he do now? What do he do now? <laughs> He's stepping on some toes out here. How, let me ask you a question. Oh, okay. How do you know you're not bringing anything to the relationship? How would a person know they're uh, not see, bringing you, you took all my bad cop thunder, man. All right, fine. I'm asking, how do you know if you're not bringing anything to the relationship? Okay, so I'm going to do this from perspective of giving somebody the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> that maybe they don't know they're not bringing anything to the table, right? Dang. So when you're a drain in a relationship, in a friendship, you are the person that, it's, it's kind of, I'm trying to, it's weird, this perspective is weird, bro, because it's like, it takes a level of introspection, right? So if you're like, yo, like, okay, so, okay, ways in which to maybe recognize when you're a drain to other people. Um, yes. You don't, you find out that someone had a party and you didn't get the invitation to, and you're like, man, I wonder why I didn't get that invitation, but it happens often, Right. Or people do things without you that you feel like they would should want to do with you. There's probably a reason why they what don't do, want you around, right? What do you mean? How do, what do you like? Mean for, I mean, just for instance, say say I had a, a birthday party and you think we're tight. Uh-huh. You know, we think we're tight, and all of our friends came to my party, but you, like all our mutual friends. It's like, oh, I wonder why I didn't get an invitation. You know what I'm saying? There, there, there's probably a reason why. Maybe in that inv- that that environment, people was like, the person was like, yo, I just don't want BJ around this time because he's he's, he's, a, he's a party pooper. He, this won't be the first or the last time I've heard this, JP. Carry on. Carry on, JP. It's not about you. I see you want to call me out, it's man. It's not about you. you. you oh, this, is, this is your moment to, to teach. You're going to tell the world. Can you, can you not make this I'm about you? Can you, uh-huh. can you just make this not about you? Carry on, man. Just, Carry on. Just so y'all easy had to the talk party. Y'all had your little you're party. Here. Your name is. You in didn't my, invite in my... me. Your little. <laughs> 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 uh-huh. 
Yeah. Go yeah. ahead, man. So you had your little party. Yeah. And, and and I didn't I didn't get the memo. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody gave me the memo. Didn't get the memo. I wasn't invited. So, I, so what you're telling me is to the listeners, you're telling me is, hey y'all, if they didn't invite you to the party, you need you might need to start asking some tough questions <laughs> and get in your feelings. Okay. Yeah. Carry on, JP. I, what else? What I else? Can leave it at that, man. If we <laughs> just no, it's, it's good. Bro, listen, it's, it's, it's good. And I'll tell you why it's good. It's good because you could be a drain is if you can contribute meaningfully in the season of urgency and growth. Here's what I mean. Man, there are seasons of my life where all I needed to know was where to eat and what kind of shoes and where to grow. I mean, where to dress and just the whole nine. Okay. So if, he, if you are still bringing only that type of growth and intentionality to a relationship, the relationship doesn't need that. So I think that not necessarily knowing that you don't bring anything isn't that you're not bringing what you've always brought. It's that there should be something new that you're bringing that's consistent with the relation, well, what the relationship needs. Here's what I mean. It's not just new information. It's about the transformation of who you are, who you're becoming, what this is, and does it match this season of life? And I think Oftentimes, people will not even recognize, man, that's old wine. That's not necessarily where this relationship is. And then whether they are a drain or not, they they may not be a drain as a whole, but they are drained to this set of relationships. So that's what I want to say is friendship drain may not be that that person is a drain in all areas, right? Correct, 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 correct. Yeah. And I can follow my thing up too if I need to, but go ahead. Yeah, no, but they are, but they are a drain in this very specific relationship. And I think you got to recognize that, man. So, yeah, that's what I would say. You, you say you're going to follow up. What, what, yeah, what you mean? So, so let me be bad cop for, or good cop for a second. So when, what I was, when you, you said some profound things, right? So, yes, it's not meaning that you're a drain in every single area and you're dragged to be around and people just hate you. But just think about your own growth, right? Have you, where, well, how old are you? I'm about to be a certain age in a couple months. I wasn't going to give you any fuel for jokes. That's why I said a certain age. <laughs> uh, and I have to realize, bro, like, what have I learned? How have I grown over X amount of time in my past, right? So I told somebody the other day, the first 20 years of my, my following of the teachings of Jesus Christ, I was told a bunch of BS. My next 20 can't be the same way. You know what I'm saying? Like, it cannot be. And, you know, and, and, and on some level, if you're not growing and if you're not developing and if you're not even recognizing that you haven't grown or developed, that's a problem. You need to ask people. You have to have conversations. Like you said, the car conversation, you need to ask people like, hey, man, do you feel like I've matured? Do you feel like that I can add value to our friendship, that I have added value to our friendship? Like these are the things that you have to do. Otherwise, you may be a drain. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think that's what I'm just trying to follow up. Like, hey, just because you're in one area falling short doesn't mean you're completely, you know, a problem or you're not a good friend. But there has to be some personal growth and development that happens, right, for you in order to make sure or try to not be a drain to other people. So here's the thing, JP. So let, let's just do it. Here's the thing. You could think that the relationship needs this, X, when really you're operating out of insecurity, fear of the transaction. Here's the thing, bro. I know a lot of insecure people. And what they'll do is they'll get into the relationship They'll notice like, man, you you seem to be backing away. So here's what they'll do. They'll come up with all kinds of new things just to keep the relationship. Mm-hmm. That's not who they are at a core level. They don't even like that stuff. And when they try to emulate those things, it's not good. And what I'm saying is 
even in that, JP, can become a form of manipulation that's birthed out of fear. It's not birthed out of a love for the person. Yeah, yeah. And so, and you know this from being around people who are super successful and known. Bruh, sometimes people will fake it till they make it Mm -hmm. in a relationship so that they don't look like a drain. And listen, they are a drain because what... What they're trying to display is not an authentic version of their vulnerable selves. It's a transaction, right? Here's what I mean. I don't know if that, Mm -hmm. I hope this makes sense, Mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. People can tell when you are operating in a sense of like real love and vulnerability, JP, because you you take risks that can make you look bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Yeah. When you don't take risks that make, that could potentially make you look bad, at a certain point, adults know, oh, you're not you're not trying to connect with me. You're performing a transaction on me. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about looking bad and you know saying you sorry. I'm saying looking bad and just presenting who you are. Right. And so this is the this is the need for us in terms of friendship recharge is sometimes a friendship recharge is you just simply saying, This is who I am. Right. That's I think that's what some of these movements are getting after. Mm -hmm. And then listen, and now we need to work from that, not from what you thought I was in the situation or um, what I wanted you to be. Right. And so I think friendship recharge is it is sometimes reestablishing that stuff. Like, who are you? Who am I in relationship with? And then listen, JP, and then letting me decide after you reveal yourself if I want to continue on in the close intimacy of this relationship, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Coach JP, what, what are some other uh, ways that we can recharge our friendships? Yeah. Um, would you say what you just said was the core of like you getting to know yourself better or you getting to know other people better? Like how would you come? Both. Both? Okay. So then- I'll say both. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's, that is a very important thing that I think people shouldn't miss. So if you need to pause right now, pause, rewind, go back and hear what was just said. Um, but find ways in which to be intentional of, uh, stating your intentions for your friendships with people. Right. And it it may not like, it may not come from just saying, Hey friend, this is what I, how the type of friend I want to be for you, but really like have those intimate conversations where you just affirm the other person and ask the other person to affirm you to, to, to say the ways in which they, they see you as a friend. And find that you're useful, not useful, but but you're like, it's not a it's not a, a give and take. It's not a quid quo pro, but more so like, people don't do enough affirmations. Is what I'm saying. Long story short, when you're when you're trying to recharge, when you're trying to understand where you are and who you are, when you're trying to grow, being affirmed and affirming other people is a great way to kind of see where you are, right? Good. And so what I mean by that, I'm like, hey, BJ, like I'm I am trying to be a better friend to people. What ways do you find that I am doing that well? Can you affirm me in the things that you've noticed? Because, you know what I'm saying? Maybe, I don't know if that's the way you say it. That's the way I would say it, right? Just to be straight to the point. But do you understand what I'm saying? Like, we need affirmation. So in order to recharge and to continue to do the things that we do well or to find out ways in which we can do things better, we have to get that affirmation, right? Yeah. And does that make sense? No, it, it it does. And was that soft? Was that not? Was that not? No, it is. It is. It's, it's a it's a great thought. And and here's what I think. I think that there's a lot of unspoken cues that build great friendships. 
And I think that many people have never heard these things communicated. I, you know what I think we could do? We may even end up doing a part two um, to this, just to make sure our listeners get some of these gems here. You know, there's a lot of things that's been shared and very helpful, JP. But, you know, someone's sitting there and they're saying, man, I love what's going on. I'm a part of the build crew and I am working on building a better me so that we can build a better us. Man, but I don't know where to start. What, what, what can they do, JP? What, what can they do just to even get themselves started and get some real direction? Yeah, so there's a website, buildabetterus.com. Um, at the top there, there's a, some bars at the top. You scroll over programs. You get a drop-down menu that says uh, coaching. Get involved. Get involved. Get involved, yep, coaching. Yep, yep, coaching. And then basically, um, you can match yourself with someone that you believe and I know will help you understand yourself better. They will understand your your drains. They will help you understand how to recharge so that you can just be in a place where you're healthy um, for yourself and other people. Good, good. Yeah, because our job is to help you become a better you. So that we can become a better us. Thank you for tuning in to the Build a Better Us podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or wherever podcasts are played. You too can become a part of the BBU Nation today by continuing these discussions on social media. Be sure to go like our Facebook page, follow us on Twitter at Build a Better Us, and on Instagram at BBU Social. To keep up with other exciting events and resources, visit our website at buildabetterus.com. On behalf of the entire BBU team, we'll see you next time on the Build a Better Us podcast.